Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. Steve Ekstrom here, host of the Tourism Academy's Business Class Podcast, and today's guest, Christina Wilson, one of our advisors who we're grateful to have uh, share her insight and advice with us. Uh, Christina's with KEW Legal. Did I say it right, or is it Q Legal? Yeah, it could be either. <laughs> depends okay. on. I say both, depending on how much coffee I've had. So, <laughs> <laughs> how do you take your coffee? Um, I drink a flat white, which I kind of picked up when I was traveling uh, throughout New Zealand. It's basically like three shots of espresso and milk. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah, well, that's that's high performance <laughs> coffee right there. Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather accused me of making coffee that you can chew when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I, just, I need one that can keep me in my chair for about 12 hours of, of drafting large staple documents. So, you know. <laughs> I hear you. So um, what has been your favorite travel experience so far? Oh, my favorite travel experience. That's a tough one. Um, I would, well, I, I would have to say it's probably a tie between two different um Trips that, wow, man, the guy, I've had so many good trips. I take it back. So I, I've had a couple of really good ones. I, I spent uh, four weeks kind of backpacking around Thailand, Vietnam, and Laos. Um, and that was just mind-blowing because it's such a uh, departure from, uh, you know, my my world that I live in down here in Miami. And um, I, it, and the people were just just so friendly and so humble and so welcoming um, and that was just a, a, a great, great experience from the activities I did there um, to just the people I met on the streets. Uh, so that was definitely a, a, a top, top trip. I also had a very good, um, I actually went there for the purpose of a study abroad when I was in law school, but I pretty much hit like 11 countries one uh, over a four month period in Europe. Um, and, uh, kind of backpack again, kind of traveled my way from Dubrovnik, Croatia up to Munich, um, you know, along with my study abroad that was in Greece, Italy, uh, and Spain. So that was definitely a, a solid trip too. And, you know, I, I've traveled quite a bit. I've lived in Europe. Um, and, you know, I think for me, I, I like to get off the beaten path, um, I like to engage with the locals and and find, um, you know, activities that the locals do and, and the restaurants that are not, you know, kind of in the tourist path uh, per se. But, you know, it's just I've had a lot of good trips over the years that have been pretty memorable. You know, it's interesting that you say that. And I think we were chatting just before this call about my current situation. I'm sitting on a ranch in Mexico and. You know, the owners of the ranch invited me for breakfast in their home yesterday. And, you know, those are the kind of experiences that I think people really come to cherish. Um, and in the work that you do now, um, you work with a lot of attractions and activities and, and, and those types of providers. You know, what do you think some of them are doing right to give visitors that sort of authentic and local experience? Um, you know, yeah, I, I do work with uh, attractions venues kind of of all sizes at this point, which is, is which, which is quite interesting. Um, I have to say some of my favorites are the ones that are kind of family owned businesses. Um, I feel like 
the 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 things that um the venues that I see they're doing something right it comes down to the way they treat people uh the way they treat uh the guests that come onto their facilities um the experience that the guest has from the moment they park their car to the moment you know they're interacting with either rides or uh animals or or uh doing an excursion like an airboat tour or something like that um and and just the customer service again because most people you know that are visiting facilities like that they're coming with their family or their friends and they're doing it to build memories so i think my favorite venues are the ones that um are really taking really understand that that the people coming they're not just you know selling tickets and and pumping through tours they're making memories for families and they go out of their way to make um to make the visit extra special for those guests that come on um so it's something that they just don't forget um and and coincidentally most of the time you know with those venues that that have taken that approach with their guests they kind of take the same approach with their staff too. They make their the workplace a giant family, and I, I think that that that's just really rewarding for me and what I do. I love helping venues like that. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I see. What's a travel experience that surprised you in a good way, or or an uh, yeah an experience or. Uh, an activity or, or whatnot? Um, an experience that surprised me in a good way. I think there have been places where I thought, you know, I, I happen to be going through there for, uh, you know, as part of my journey or um, I kind of went there with not, not really knowing much about where I was going. Sometimes I research, research and I kind of theme my trips. Like I have a purpose for why I'm going to each place. Like if I'm going to Europe, I'll go to do like a sports tour or, you know, I'll theme it like World War II or animals or something like that. And I tried no matter where I go to do something linked to that. Uh, but I've had a couple of experiences where I went uh, just because I wanted to get out, of get a change of scenery and just kind of experience someplace new. Um, I think the ones where I've interacted with the people, um, you know, uh, they they kind of show you the best parts of their city or of their, you know, of their area. Uh, and they, you know, everybody wants you to have a good experience, you know, especially uh, if, if, if it's a city that depends on tourism and hospitality and all those things. They want the people that come to visit to leave with good memories and, and a good experience. And, uh, you know, I think... Um, I would, ha I would have to say probably either Thailand or Laos actually um, were just a, a, I had really just, I didn't have that expectation for sure. I thought I would just be going to check out some temples, you know, some elephants and kind of, you know, get out of my office for a couple of weeks. But really the people I met there, I had, you know, like they were just welcoming. We had experiences where we ate uh, a meal prepared by a family. So we were supporting the family uh, and the in the town that we were visiting, but we really just got an authentic experience. And they really enjoyed um, telling people about, you know, what, what it's like to live in their area, what it's like, what they go through and, and kind of um, kind of give us a snapshot of that experience. So I think that to me was probably the most uh, surprising. How do those sort of experiences influence the work that you do now as an attorney and, and representing attractions? 
Um, you know, I think they, they all tie, it all ties back together. I mean, you know, I definitely, every, every, uh, city or place I visit, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the attractions or, or the things that are popular in that city as well. I think those are just kind of like the icing on the cake. Uh, but I think what makes the attraction venues so important is that's what gets people, that's what gets the attention of, of people that want to travel. And, and you'll have people like me that kind of want to do, you know, kind of get the authentic experience, but there's a lot of people that just want that, that main uh, mainstream kind of uh, let me go check out the main sites of the, of the city and stay in the hotel and kind of do the thing. Um, but either way, we're both getting there to go, to check out those venues, to, to be part of those experiences. Um, and, and that's really why, that's really why I enjoy it because it's kind of like the first impression, uh, that, that attracts tourists, that attracts people to, to a city. Um, and then again, it's, it's about making those memories. Like those are the things that the kids are going to remember as they grow up, that family vacation they took a couple of years ago, where they got to go on an airboat for the first time or where they got to ride, like, you know, they got to feed a giraffe or, uh, you know, uh, ride through, you know, we have uh, a couple of venues down here in South Florida where you can uh, kind of check out animals uh, that you wouldn't otherwise see on a day-to-day -day basis in their own kind of habitat. Um, and I think those are just really cool. And, and, and wh what I like about those, um, what, what drives me to do that area of work I'm a corporate attorney. I do corporate and real estate and I help small business owners. And these are family. A lot of these guys are, are family run businesses that have passed generation to generation. So, you know, the, the owners of the business, you know, love it so much that they've passed it down their own family to, to, to maintain and, and, and keep it going for the next generation. Um, they always have the best intentions because they want to pass it to their kids um, and they want to keep building their work family um, but, you know, with any kind of, uh, small or medium business that they, they have, um, uh, they, they have a need for, for legal advice and to, they, they have the drive to want to keep their, their facilities operating the best they can so they can provide that, that, you know, a plus customer experience for the people that come on. Um, a lot of my attraction venues are being proactive, not so much reactive. So it's not like a, a legal issue arose and, you know, they're trying to put out the fire. I mean, that happens from time to time, but a lot of them are actually just trying to make their facility as the best it can be, uh, so that they can just keep growing and, and, um, and providing those services to more people. So that's what I really like about, uh, really like about this area. So you've mentioned a couple times, you know, spending time with your clients. Um, what are a couple things that you've learned recently from spending time with your clients, whether it's about, you know, some trends or some, some issues that are creeping up that, you know, you may not have seen coming a couple of years ago? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I as part of my legal services, I've kind of uh, developed some like a uh, kind of like a package directly geared for attractions venues because whether they're smaller or you know medium or large, they kind of have a similar pattern of issues or things that they need to be thinking about on a day to day to operate their businesses. Uh, it's not the standard you know restaurant. You know, they got they, some of them have roller coasters and 
Uh, others have uh, wild animals walking around on their facilities. So they have to think about things that are not the norm, I guess, uh, you know, they're not the norm for, for another business owner. Um, and it's just fun. It's fun to be able to go to a site visit and check out, you know, I don't know, giraffes or whatever. You know, like, um, <laughs> but, you know, I, what I um, really try to work with the business owners on is, is especially a lot of them, you know, after 2020, a lot of these venues were really struggling because, you know, the world stopped like every other industry. And but as, especially the tourism industry really got hit, you know, so they had to pivot. And during the 2020 and 2021 years, it was really about helping my attraction venues pivot and shift their business, how they could still provide that customer experience, even though they didn't have people coming in. So I think what I've noticed recently is now that we're kind of, uh, you know, returning to normal and in most areas, um, they are taking some of those components that they learned during that time where they had to be creative and they had to really enhance the customer visit or, or just do a little extra. They've tried to incorporate that into what they're doing. Um, and, you know, while everybody wants to be out and about and back, you know, back in, in the you know, walking through the parks and walking through these venues, um, they have still kept some of those components to kind of enhance their their customer experience. Um, I, I think, you know, really um, also as they've kind of been gearing up again, it's it's really uh, taking a, like your maintenance check of your business, um, especially these, these family-owned businesses that are small to medium in size, uh, looking at... Um, you know, your terms and conditions, your vendor agreements, um, the template contracts you're using when you're holding events and um, maybe dealing with, uh, you know, um, DMOs or, or those other kind of vendors, really kind of reassessing all those contracts that you just kind of cram in the drawer and nobody wants to look at, kind of dust those things off and, and make sure they're up to date and that they are, um, you know, current and consistent with, with, you know, what's going on in your business, because that, that really can save a lot of headaches. Um, and it's, it's really just, it, it needs to, you know, that's one thing I stress to my clients that, that they really need to pay attention to once in a while, just to make sure that everything um, is up and current um, with, with the times, you know, because we, we now know that this post COVID world, it's happened once, can it happen again? But just, we just need to account for those things that life happens um, and that we need to have the flexibility, especially when um, it you may be hit with something that impacts an industry. Like you want to be able to pivot. You want to have that flexibility that you can um, adjust what you're doing. And and so I try to build that into to um, the service I provide with my clients. Yeah. What do you hope to? be remembered for? Hmm. Uh, that, that's a great question. Um, help people. I love to help businesses. I grew up, my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, I have been a business lawyer for my whole entire legal career. Um, I love to watch, I love to help businesses grow because I love to watch the ripple effects that they make on their community. So, um, I guess if I if I get to be remembered for anything, it's it's getting to be part of that. I, I love to to watch entrepreneurs grow their companies, and I like to help keep them out of trouble, and to help them 
uh, grow quicker um, and look and kind of capitalize on those opportunities that they get presented with. Because when I help a business client grow their business, uh, yes, it, it helps me as well. I'm growing my firm, but I'm also seeing the jobs that are created at that venue. Uh, the venue grows in size or has, adds a new attraction. Um, and the ripple effect that that creates is just awesome. And that's that's what I love best about what I do. Yeah. If you weren't an attorney, what would you be doing? <laughs> I would be watching the giraffes paint. <laughs> um, no, um, uh, one of the venues down here, I have a painting in my office uh, that was painted by a giraffe, actually. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I definitely would probably be, I was in the hospitality industry before I went to law school. Um, I think that's what kind of attracted me, uh, how I could, you know, use my law degree uh, to best serve this niche, um, because I think it's, you know, uh, I think there aren't a lot of resources or a lot of firms that really focus on this area because it is kind of specialized um, and unique. Um, but yeah, I probably would be doing something in, in hospitality. I uh, I've worked for airlines and cruise lines and hotels before uh, before I went to law school. So I, I definitely would be doing something tourism related. Um, just love the industry and everybody's happy. You know, you're you're getting most most people are happy. I won't say everybody. But every, <laughs> most people are happy and and you're getting, uh, you know, you're in the service service industry. So it's, it's just yeah, it just it's very rewarding. What's something about you? That would surprise most people. <laughs> um, uh, I don't. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that would surprise most people. Um, I think people are. I think people have an idea when they meet me in the professional world. It, it's kind of like, oh, you know, they they have expectations of what they think a lawyer is. I think, um, and that it's. Uh, really just driven by, you know, we're, we're all introverted and we're just driven by, you know, drafting contracts or negotiating deals or something like that. Uh, but I think the one thing that surprises people is that, you know, I, I'm just trying to hear to, to learn what their pain points are, what the, what keeps them up at night and how I can best help their business. Um, and I think that's kind of an, and I take an interesting approach to how I practice law. I'm not only reactive, like I said, I'm, I'm the lawyer that walks their facility and looks for things that, you know, they walk by a million times just because it has become part of, you know, it just kind of uh, fades in the distance um, or they don't notice it. Um, but I, I really truly look for ways to prevent and to, to help them grow their business um, and I think that kind of catches people by surprise sometimes, um, you know, um, and, and that my, my team is just supportive. They're like my, my legal team all has that same mindset. We're here to, to help our clients and, and, and help them grow their, their companies. You know, you mentioned something about learning and learning from your clients. And, and one of the things that I say regularly is that we're a team of lifelong learners. Uh, we are a learning organization before we are an educational organization. Uh, and I think that that's something that we share with most travelers is that love for learning and for experiencing new things. Um, what new places or things would you like to experience next? What's on your um, bucket list? My bucket list. Well, I have definitely have places on my bucket list that I want to visit. I would love to um, 
I live in South Florida. I have a, a steadily increasing client base of, of Brazilian clients. So I'd love to go to Brazil and check it out down there. Um, I would love to go to the Galapagos and go scuba diving or snorkeling um, and check out the wildlife there. Um, I also would love to do some sort of um, safari in Africa, South Africa, kind of wind my way up and check out some of those uh, those those uh, sites down there. And, you know, they have some incredible waterfalls and all sorts of stuff uh, down there. So I'd love to to check that out. Um, I try to I try to try I travel a lot for work. Um, and also when I'm, you know, just vi out visiting all my clients here in Florida, but I travel quite a bit around the country for work. And I've pretty much tried to keep it a rule that I, I visit someplace new in the world and someplace new in the United States every year. Um, so I want to keep that trend going. And, and again, I just, um, you know, just looking forward to, uh, I don't know. I think every, every city you can, you can learn something, like you said, you, you know, you're, you're either gaining knowledge about you know, a new culture or uh, what's going on in, in a certain region of the world or activities that you can do there, um, you know, pushing your uh, your bound your boundaries of, um, you know, kind of what you've exposed yourself to. Um, I'm constantly learning not only um, to make myself a better attorney, but even when I just do site visits, I, I'm learning something new from one of my clients about, uh, okay, that hasn't happened before. Okay, how do we adjust or you know, how do we handle that situation? Um, so it, again, I, you know, I, that's one thing I also love it, it. My job, it never gets boring. <laughs> so there's yeah. always, uh, new things to, to consider. Uh, we're all trying to be innovative and, and, um, you know, that goes for us too. So we've got to, uh, make sure that, that we're staying on top of things and, and, um, Again, not you know, looking out for the concerns that our clients have, but also those innovative things too that can that can make them stand out from from the pack. What advice would you have for somebody who is interested in tourism um, and looking for maybe a non-traditional career path? You know, they're interested in tourism, but they don't want to be the hotel GM. Right. Um, well, I mean, first, I, I guess, obviously, it depends on where you live and what attractions are around you or what your interests are. I think really when when I mentor younger people or, that are in high school or college or sometimes even younger, I always tell them uh, the same advice I got when I was that age, which is, you know, follow what interests you, follow your heart and um, just know that any career path or any anything is possible. Like, you know, really, there there is a way to embed what interests you, what drives you into your daily career. And when you're younger, uh, those are, those are the moments to take those chances because, you know, you can always, you know, you can always fall into the more traditional route down the line, but those are the times to really just follow your heart and, and go after it. Um, and I think the other important thing that kind of really goes along with the whole point behind the tourism Academy is whatever job you start in, um, especially if, if you have an idea to be in the tourism or hospitality world, um, is just whatever job you're holding, be a sponge. Uh, keep your eyes open. Don't just take a job and go through the motions. Pay attention to what job that you hold, no matter whether it's in customer service or retail or uh, because you, you're going to be learning things along the way. With I've learned something from every single job I've had since I was 16 years old. 
good, bad, or ugly. So I've learned lessons that I take away like, okay, if I ever own a company one day, that's that's behavior I definitely want to encourage or I don't want to ever see again. <laughs> you know, like we've all, you know, and as the years go on, you kind of get more exposure to those moments. But it really kind of it you can take away little nuggets from your coworkers, from your supervisors, from client experiences. But if you really have a passion, like whether it's animals or sports or airplanes or whatever it is, find a way to get involved in that. And, and even um, at the beginning, it may even be volunteer. It may just be that you're doing an internship as part of a uh, college or something like this, but take that chance and go for it. And, and then when you're there, be a sponge. Don't, um, don't turn away opportunities and treat every day that you're there as a learning experience of who you can learn from, what knowledge can you gain that you can take away. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, like that's really where you get the next opportunity is they, you know, everybody wants someone that works for, I I'm a business owner as well. So I love when I have, um, employees or, or interns in here that, are interested in what we do and want to learn more about it because it's energizing. It energizes not only, um, you know, the coworkers that that person's interacting with, but it's also energizing for me as, as a mentor, as a, as a, as an owner. So um, yeah, I, I think that's my biggest piece of advice for those people. I think that's a great note to wrap this up on. Uh, yeah. If folks want to learn more or get in contact with you, how would they go about doing so? Absolutely. Um, yeah, um, feel free to reach out. Uh, it's KEW Legal, uh, based in North Miami Beach, Sunny Isles Beach, Florida. Um, they can reach our main line is 305-990-2220, uh, www.kewlegal.com. And we are here for you. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything you want to ask me? No, I'm, you know what? To be honest, Stephen, I'm just very excited. I'm looking forward to uh, getting uh, to the advisory board and to getting more uh, involved with um, the Tours Academy and kind of spreading the word around, um, seeing how I can help uh, people in the industry either uh, become more knowledgeable on issues that they are going through or are being presented with and are unsure about how to handle them um, or just trying to learn more so that they can be ready if, if those things present themselves and yeah, I, I'm just really excited to be part of it. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy your day. You as well.